0: Gilbert Gottfried, I'm here with my co-host Frank Santopadre, and this is another edition of Gilbert and Frank's Amazing Colossal Obsessions, where once again recording at Nutmeg with our engineer, Frank Verderosa and the old black blind... Blues musician, Raybone. I'm going
1: to Chicago, but I can't take you. <laughs> See? <laughs> Who can blame you? <laughs> he's blind and black now? Yes, yeah. he's
0: blind and black and shoeless. Okay. Yes. <laughs> shoeless
2: shoeless Bull Bull Raybone. Raybone.
0: Yeah.
1: Works for me. Yeah. We're
0: fleshing out the character here. You?
2: Last week, to do a little quick uh, what we call uh, housekeeping here, uh we had Gary Girani, the card king, the trading card king.
0: No, no, <laughs>
2: and uh we were talking about trading cards and and tops and monster flip books and uh, bazooka joe and all kinds of stuff. And Gilbert as his as, as is his want.
1: <laughs> yes. What it changed the topic.
2: Change the topic. Of course, to something that we weren't talking about at all. And he wanted to know.
0: About those religious comic books. I called them oblong. Uh, Frank corrected me and said it's no small rectangle. <laughs> uh, but they used to hand them out on the street, these tiny comic books, and, and it would teach a religious lesson. Yep. And there'd be someone who was a junkie or a drunk or someone who cheated on his wife. And only, you know, the devil would come after
2: him. Right. Well, of course, we threw that out to our listeners because I didn't know. Gary couldn't think of the name of it. We threw it out to our listeners. And, of course, because our listeners are so passionate. They got it. And so informed. (laughs) We got a million tweets saying they they are called Chick Tracts. Yeah. Chick. Chick. C-H-I-C-K. Named for religious cartoonist and publisher Jack Chick, the late
0: Jack Chick. <laughs> and and, th- and they would show, like, little segments. I'd love to get these comic books again. They would show little segments of the comic. One where the devil is watching, like, something like Bewitched, and he's going, ah, delightful and so innocent-looking. <laughs> and then someone says to the devil, why do you like these reruns so much? And he goes, This is what gets people involved in the occult and evil and vampires. So even even Bewitched was an (laughs) evil show
2: to this comic book. Well, Jack Chick died, and his company, Chick Publications, continues to print them to this day. They express views that are generally accepted within Christian theology, uh, although they have expressed controversial viewpoints uh, chick tracts were known for expressing strongly anti-Catholic views, <laughs> uh, and anti-Mormon views. <laughs> and uh, says uh, he is classified. This uh, this was my favorite part of this. They are classified uh, by the uh, by a group called the um, uh, Paul. You know about this organization, uh, the Southern Poverty Law Center. Oh yeah. And they have designated chick publications as an active hate group. <laughs> wow. So there you go.
0: And and they had another one of the comics that they showed uh, that the devil is showing this this group is called a hard rock group. (laughs) (laughs) So like rock and roll music was a way to get people into evil.
2: Says the tracks themselves are approximately three inches high by five inches wide. Like my penis. Just like it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) Frank <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just going to continue to read yeah. um, and uh, let's see <laughs> <laughs> and approximately 20 pages in length <laughs>
1: Gilbert's is more of a short story
2: <laughs> more, of a, more, more of an essay. Right. Uh, the material is written in comic book format. With
0: Mine, the, my, my penis is a sales pitch. It's a blurb. <laughs> yeah. It's an elevator pitch.
2: <laughs> the material is written in comic book format with the front panel featuring the title of The Tract and the inside back panel devoted to a standard sinner's prayer. How about that? You didn't hang on to any of these but, things, did you?
0: No. Oh, okay. I wish. They, one of those many things from your childhood. Yeah.
2: And there's the actual...
0: There's oh a, my. there's an
2: actual two-panel pan, two two-panel comic that two is about about, is more like about <laughs> satanism. <laughs> so and, there so there you go.
0: And and um but as long as they remain being anti-Catholic and anti-Christian, you're good with them. I'll be fine <laughs> right, because right. it's all these years and they've left the Jews alone. <laughs> that's that's an accomplishment. How <laughs> I many? you heard of these, Paul? You're no, a fellow. No, I hadn't heard about
1: them at all. But I, it raises the obvious question of how many times have we had the devil in the booth here with us? You know? a few and, times. A few times. Yeah. yeah.
0: And and people, Some I details. also I also <laughs> mentioned those packages. Of monster cards. Well, oh, people wrote those too. I yeah. sent them to I sent yeah. them to you. I sent the images. With to a you. little monster toy and yeah. some cheap candy. People came up with those. And there there were photos of those packs that yeah. they sent me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And can I yeah. see what that strip was? We have a lot of reach yeah.
2: on this show. Uh let's see. It's something about
0: Satanism. Cause if that can monster you. candy, I mean, that was like when I was two or something. Right. Oh, let's see if I can make this out. Uh, You want me to read it? Yeah, okay. Uh, They they let us
2: into stuff we found in the Harry Potter books. (laughs) Ouija boards, crystal balls. Samantha, the Potter books open a doorway that will put untold millions of kids into hell. Uncle Bob, you don't know the half of it. Holly's dad is a preacher, and he likes the Harry Potter stories. Hey, what about all the occultic? That's a word, occultic? Occultic. Occultic junk in my room.
0: Should I destroy it? Absolutely. For for a second there, you were falling into a Chico. You said, <laughs> hey, hey, hey Hey, what about the occult? Hey, boss. Cult?
2: <laughs> hey,
1: boss. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and well see, he's there, he's my
2: countryman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: See there too. Yeah. It's it's like they're they're against Harry Potter. That's yeah.
2: evil. Yeah. Anything that uh any wizardry or any uh any magic or anything like that is uh Well, it's sacrilege.
1: That's right. Right?
0: And I I remember a story that— Welcome to another episode (laughs) of Lamp Unto My Feet. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Groucho's wife said something to a reporter uh, derogatory about Perry Como. And Perry Como then said to that reporter, well, she just doesn't like Italians. And they asked Groucho, and he said, no, she— she liked my brother Chico, and he's Italian.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Shall we get on to the theme of this actual episode? Well, what episode? is the theme of this episode? Well,
0: and, <laughs> and thank you for that Chick Trax and the monster candy. Yes, and we'll get this. the
2: names of the people and actually thank them properly. next week.
0: And if, if Chick Tracks wants to send me... Any of your comic books, believe me. And a free pillow from Lisa.
1: Yes, yes. (laughs) Gilbert's address is 25, no, never mind.
2: (laughs) What we're going to do is we did, a while back we did, uh, uh, in 2016, I can't believe we skipped 2017, but in 2016 we did the 50th year of uh, pilots, shows, forgotten shows from 1966. Yes. And this time we're doing, 50 years ago was 1968, I love to do my 60s trivia. And my 70s trivia. So these are some shows, some very well-known, some lesser-known from 1968. We thought we'd try to stump you by playing the theme songs of some of them. And with the ones we don't have theme songs for, we're just going to read the cast. Yes. And see if you can actually figure out what these shows were. And shame on us for not doing 1967 last year. But I guess we always could. Yeah. We could trot it out.
0: I don't think anyone's taking notes. (laughs) Completists. You
1: assholes. To set the scene, I tried to find something significant from 1968 to just put us in the mood. Uh Uh-huh. That was the year that Mattel's Hot Wheels were introduced.
2: That's pretty cool. 50 years ago. I loved Hot Hot Wheels. Amazing. I loved Hot Wheels. Double Trouble. That was my favorite
0: Hot Wheel. And there was that photo someone sent us, uh, and they tweeted us with, it's a room with a window that says pizza store oh, oh I the said pizza the, store
2: the guy that did the 3d art yeah he, yes yes he did a wonderful job and his there's
0: a glass coffee table with a pile of shit
2: yes his name uh, is jumping out of my head too and, but like and we'll, it
0: says reserved for d thomas
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you and there was a pool with orange wedges
0: oh yes yeah
2: and they had rondo Hatton on the wall
0: oh yeah and yeah. they have um er, er, um a a chicken yeah. And a little box that says Alan Ladd. Yeah. It was really
2: nicely done. Yeah. And they have a menu on the wall, and listed on the menu is a Frankfurter roaster.
0: <laughs> oh, really?
2: <laughs> if you look closely, they had a lot there's a lot of detail in there.
0: Thank you everyone for the Jack Trick. Yeah, everybody. Jack ch- Chick tracks. Jack Chia, Jack Chick. <laughs> I always when and I can't say chick without thinking, oh, What'd you are you? You saw the candle move. <laughs> oh, <laughs> c- 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 <laughs> what was the bit you used to do? You used to do Luke Costello in. Oh, oh, uh, it, oh, Luke Costello in. Was uh, it Citizen Kane? Citizen Kane. Still works. <laughs> Still funny today. All right. In the monster candy photos. Yes. Well,
2: I'll get you all the names of the fans that were nice enough yes. to write in and send that stuff. And, and uh, now you know this will be a two-parter, Paul.
1: There we go.
2: <laughs> so we just used up <laughs> 11 minutes. Off theme. Anyway, uh, 1968. These are shows that made their debut in 1968. And we love nostalgia here. So uh, Frank has queued up the theme song from the first one. And we're going to see if you know it.
1: you ever see in Seattle, and the hills, the greenest green in Seattle,
0: like a beautiful child
1: growing up free and wild, full of hopes and full of fears, full of laughter, full of tears, full of dreams, like the years in Seattle. When you find your own true love, you <laughs> will know.
2: Ring any bells? Wow. I'll give you a hint. It's a Western comedy series that made its debut on ABC in September of 1968. Of course, our listeners are screaming I, into I, their absolutely.
0: devices. They'll be cursing me out on Twitter.
2: What if I told you the cast was Joan Blondell, Mark Leonard, who played Spock's father? Yes. You know that actor? Yeah. Bobby Sherman and David Soule. Is that going to give it away? It's God, a Western so, show set oh. set at the end of the Civil War, obviously oh, in Seattle.
0: <laughs> wow. I have a very, very vague memory. Here comes the Brides. Oh, my God. <laughs> do you remember this show? Oh, now I do. I never watched it. Yep, yep, yep. But I remember when it was on. Yep. The
2: story of the Mercer Girls Project. It was based on the Mercer Girls Project, at Asa Mercer's efforts to bring... Civilization to Old Seattle in the 1860s. And I think Bobby Sherman sang the theme song song, later.
1: The song is way more familiar than the show. Right. The
2: song, I think, charted. I think Bobby Sherman, who was, you know. we
0: got to get Bobby Sherman. we
2: got to get Bobby Sherman. Yeah, I'll work on Bobby Sherman. He left the show business long ago to become a. uh,
0: Like a lifeguard. I think he's a highway trooper. Highway trooper. (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah, I think he's a highway trooper. What do you got on Here Come the Brides, Ray Uh, Ray Bone?
1: Not much. You got what I got. Okay. Uh, Joan Blondell Davis. Joan Blondell, yeah,
2: yeah. A beautiful looker in her day, Joan Blondell. And, a, and an actress named Bridget Hanley, who was a redhead. Very cute. Yeah. Very pretty. She was on The Odd Couple. Anyway, uh, it was inspired by the movie Seven Brides for Seven Brothers.
0: Oh, that makes sense. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, Joan Blondell was in those old Warner Brothers movies. She's in a
2: lot of them. Yeah. Here's another one. We didn't pick music for this one, but I'm going to read you the cast. This is, uh, you remember an actress named E.J. Peeker? Yes. Tony Randall. And Robert Morse. It was on ABC again, September of 68. These are forgotten shows. Uh, does that mean anything to you? Kay Medford had a recor- recor- recurring role as Mrs. Quigley. Does this mean anything to you? No. That's life. Oh,
0: my With God. With Robert
2: Morse and Tony Randall. Producer was Marvin Marks, who I believe was a writer on The Honeymooners.
0: What? Yeah. Now, now he- 32
2: episodes.
0: They got a full season. Any relation to this Marx?
2: I don't believe he was. No, because he
0: only had author as a son.
2: Yeah, I don't believe Marvin Marx was related to the Marxes, but he was. But I
0: remember seeing the name Marvin Marx. I think he was
2: a Gleason writer. Maybe Ray Bone could look that up. I think he was a Honeymooners guy. I I
0: think he he was. was? Marvin Marx, M-A-R-X. That sounds very familiar. That's
2: Life appeared in uh, 1968 starring Robert Morrison. Whatever happened to E.J. Peeker. It focused on the lives of Bobby and Gloria from their first meeting through their marriage as their lives progressed and the characters often broke into song. So if any of our listeners remember That's Life, give us a shout. Uh, 1968. Here's one, Gil, that's up your alley while Raybone's working on that. This is an anthology series. I'm going to see if you know anything
0: about this. You know, Robert Morse, who we've wanted on this show for a while.
2: We can get him, I think, if we try hard. Yeah, uh, he was doing Broadway here for a while.
0: He he was the original before Philip Seymour Hoffman or what's that guy Toby?
2: Yeah. Uh what's? Oh oh the you English Toby Toby Toby, Toby Jones.
0: Toby Jones. Right. uh, uh Robert Morse was Truman. True, Truman. Yeah, he did True on
2: Broadway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 We can get Robert Morse. We'll chase him.
1: So I got. I think you mentioned Marvin Marks. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the Jackie Gleason show. Yeah. That's life in The Betty Hutton Show. The Betty Hutton Show. Oh, who could forget The who Betty could Hutton Show? <laughs> so he died of heart failure at the age of 50, so it must have been Oh, a the poor out. guy. Oh, yeah.
2: I think the stress of working for Gleason. Oh, <laughs> All yeah. that diving in the swimming pool to get his paycheck. <laughs> Here's a show executive produced by the great Norman Lloyd, who's still oh, around. Oh, wow. This is an MGM British production. I guess it was uh, It's uh, Hammer Films was the production company oh. behind this. Uh, it's a science fiction anthology series, and the hosts were Joan Crawford, Sebastian Cabot, and Patrick McGowan.
0: Wow! Does this
2: mean anything to you? Again, our our fans I, are screaming.
0: I have a vague recollection of some series from England it's called Journey to the Unknown. I uh, and and I remember the beginning of the series would be on on a roller coaster. Yeah.
2: That's that's right. Nice, very good. Very that's good. it. Yeah, yeah it that's, was. It.
1: that's the it was, one. It was so weird. Like, what is unknown about a roller coaster? journey to the unknown? Yeah. You got and it.
0: I remember it would be on a roller coaster, going up and down that's, and, and it, sideways. And it goes and on
1: and on and on.
2: Seventeen episodes. Wow. The journey to the unknown. Something wow. you probably haven't thought about since you were how old were you in 1968? Holy
0: Christ! Seventeen,
2: eighteen, nineteen. Uh, It was a science fiction and supernatural anthology series uh, very similar to The Twilight Zone that dealt with uh, the extraordinary. Vera Miles, Patty Duke, Joseph Cotton, Roddy McDowell. He did every one of those goddamn shows. Oh, my God. Uh, And British actors, Roy Ward Baker, uh, British directors, Roy Ward Baker, uh, Robert Stevens, Michael Lindsay Hogg, not Michael Eaton Hogg.
0: Can Verderosa look up the music? Can you that s- would play can with a roller coaster. journey to the unknown, yeah. Frank. Because Christ, be. I remember that. I would watch it. And yeah, it was filmed on a roller coaster. Yeah.
2: 17 episodes. Uh, once again, ABC was the network. There it is.
0: Well, that's just the beginning part. Creepy. <laughs> Pretty cool. Ring a bell? Yeah. Now Now, now Frank, can you play the Hello there song?
2: <laughs> He's kidding. No, I want
0: it. (laughs) Alan and Rossi's Hello There song. Hello there,
1: hello
0: there, hello there. Everywhere we we go we say hello there. Hello there, hello there, hello there. Your happiness will go just say hello there. This happy phrase can do wonders for you. <laughs> Learn to say it, it's
1: so easy to do. Hello there, hello there, hello there everybody. And they'll all say hello there to you.
2: Now picture Steve Rossi ripping Mae we- May West's wig off oh, as, yes, you- <laughs> <laughs> as you're listening to that.
0: You know, if, if any... That, s- that song to me... Is everything that was great about show business?
2: It's just perfect. Yeah. Well, it's like like Art Metrano's. Uh, yes. Uh, what's that? Fine and dandy. Fine and dandy. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Uh, if any song captured the cultural revolution of 1968, that's the song. The cultural yes. revolution
2: <laughs> that was Ro- uh, Alan and Rossi. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see if we can. They stump- were part of the English invasion. I think. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>.
0: <laughs>
1: The Beatles, (laughs) Alan and Rossi. yeah, Yeah.
0: Chad and Jeremy. (laughs) Marty Allen used to pray at the feet of the Maharishi. I didn't know that. Yeah, Yeah. did he have chick checks with him when he? Yeah, and he drop acid. How cool
2: would it have been if Marty Allen accompanied the Beatles and (laughs) Mia Farrow (laughs) to
0: meet the Maharishi and Donovan? Wasn't Donovan on that trip? Oh yeah, I think think he 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 was. We will return to Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast.
1: on your happy price, price Priceline.
2: Let's try to stump you again. This one, we're going to jump to NBC. It aired from 68 to 71, considered kind of a success. Uh, Frankie,
1: what do you got?
0: Holy Christ. Holy God! Rings a I, bell, I, doesn't it? I, yes.
2: The three stars of the show are all gone, or we would have had one of them on this show for sure. W- was it a
0: cop show? It was. Or a... was it wandering from town to town show?
2: What do you think? Well, no, it was. Uh, it was about crusading reporters.
0: Oh, was this uh, 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 name of the, the game? Name of the game. Yes. <laughs> Tony, Tony Franciosa. Yep. Uh some guinea. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, no, well Tony Franciosa's yeah, a he's, guinea. He's your guinea. But then Gene Barry, Gene Barry. one more. And was it Robert Stack? Nice no. uh, Nice. Wait, wait. Robert Stack. Robert Stack! I got all three? Yes. yes. <laughs> and name of the game, also, well, uh, they would have different stories. They had um uh McMillan and wife. Came from name of the game, I think.
2: Well, it was a wh- It was part of a wheel series, which they, which uh, they, different stories, and it's, it's, it's here in Wikipedia, setting the stage for the bold ones. And yes, you're right. NBC's mystery movie,
0: and,
1: which and which was McCloud, Columbo, McMillan
2: and wife. Yes.
1: And, Had you heard that? Term? What do they say? Wheels. A wheel
2: series. I never heard that before, yeah, but it's it interesting. from '68. It was uh, the show was a wheel series, setting the stage
1: for the bold ones. And the, it, and it was. I just said that. It was also ninety minutes long.
0: Yes. I don't know. Do we have anything ninety minutes long on TV? I don't think so. the, car, and,
1: and, the Tonight Show used to be ninety. Minutes. And I yeah.
0: remember that was the time when TV shows first got the idea: let's let's be like movies.
2: Yeah. Well, this was the. It was the, the pilot was directed by uh, it was it well, television movie? was the pilot directed by Stuart Rosenberg, uh, who was a big feature director, and and Jew. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Gene Barry took over for George McCready. Remember that actor? Oh, George, George McCready. George from Pass-, Pass of Glory. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. He's in The Great Race.
1: Yeah. This wow. Also, this also had had the largest budget of any TV series. I saw that. Was it yeah.
2: 250,000 an yeah, episode? I can't remember the number, but yeah. it's
0: impressive. Yeah. yeah. For, yeah the, for the time McCready for McCready was in Laura.
2: Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff.
0: And he was uh, he was Mr. Peyton and Peyton Place. Very
2: good. Very good. Okay, I will stump you with this show, <laughs> and if you know this one, and I'm impressed that you knew uh, Journey to the Unknown. Uh, here's a show. <laughs> Did you find this one, Paul? Uh, it starred, we talk about Arthur O'Connell. Yes. On the show. Uh, the, the star of the show was Monty Markham, who's still Ooh. around. Wow. And, and he's had an interesting career, and we should track him down. Uh, sh- uh, I'm not sure you're going to know this from the premise, It was what was called a high concept show. And if any of our listeners remember this show, uh, it was about a guy who's he's he leaves for Alaska in 1900 as part of the of of the gold rush. But he's buried in an avalanche Uh, and he's he's frozen in suspended animation. So far makes sense. High concept for 67 years. And they find him and they thaw him uh, and he's brought to the home of his son. But his son is now elderly. Yes. His son is now older (laughs) than he is. Played by Arthur O'Connell, and it was called the Second Hundred Years.
1: Then also, Arthur O'Connell has a, has a son, the grandson of the of the guy who was revived. Right, from the that's ice. right. His grandson grand- Ken, grandfather, and the grandson are both thirty three years old. Right, right.
0: Had you ever heard of this I, show? I I I hadn't heard of that, but I remember on the last show I was trying to remember the name of that performer who uh, who was in a movie where he's frozen. And then his son is uh, – his father is, is younger than he is. Yeah. Isn't it this? Uh, no. No. It was that and, – and you found the answer because I had forgotten – the guy's name, and it was L. Brendel. Oh, L. Brendel. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> yeah, all right. Right. And, and I forget the name of the movie now, something like uh, Just Imagine. Uh, or Just something. Imagine. Yeah. Just Imagine. Yeah, it's it was a, like Sleeper. It was yeah, like the plot yes. of Sleeper. Yeah. Weird show. Yeah.
2: This show was created by a guy named Ed Simmons, who was Norman Lear's writing partner Ooh, early wow. in his career, which is a little podcast connection.
0: Oh, and speaking of Arthur O'Connell, I always thought, they should have cast as brothers, these actors who look and sound alike. There was that uh, Frank Ferguson. Yeah. Who was uh, Mr. McDougal in Miss McDougal's House of Heart. Correct. And I was watching an old, I think, Ozzy and Harry. No, leave it to Beaver. And Beaver <laughs> takes in a homeless man. And it's Frank Ferguson. No shit. Yeah.
2: <laughs> name me one other podcast that's talking about Frank Ferguson <laughs> and <laughs> Arthur O'Connell. And <laughs> <Not laughs> Arthur O'Connell just came up. We just had Jay and Arnie Cogan yes. on the show, The Comedy Writers, and, Ar- and Arthur O'Connell's name came up. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of symmetry here. And
0: I don't know if I mentioned I was watching uh, Hawaii Five-0
2: which also debuted in 1968. Oh. I didn't have it here cuz you'll know the theme.
0: Hawaii 50, they they did an episode where it takes place among the hippies. Uh-huh. And it had that those, you know, they have no idea what hippies look or sound like. But they take in the head gangster and drunk drug pusher named Big Chicken. <laughs> Who played and play Big Chicken. Uh, Gavin McCloud. Oh, you sent me that. That yeah. was so hilarious. It was great. <laughs> that was so hilarious. Gavin McCloud as a bad guy, a tricky, a, a hippie drug dealer. Yes. Yeah. And, and the hippies all sound like beatniks. Of course. It's like, hey, daddy, you. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Hawaii, has Gilbert tweeted
2: anything about
0: the volcano? No, yet? he's staying
2: away from that. <laughs> too hot a too hot to topic? Too hot. Too hot to handle. L- literally.
0: It's okay. I don't have any jobs to lose right now.
2: <laughs> we're going to do one more quick one, and then we're going to save the rest for a future episode because Paul and I did some research, and we got we got more than a few left to go, and we're going to run out of time in about three minutes. So uh, he might get this one, Frank. This is This is clip number three. Yeah. I will give you a hint. I already stumped you on this theme about six months ago or eight months ago. We had Richard Kind in here. Ooh, maybe it was ten months, twelve months ago. But you didn't get it the first time. Let's see, and it stumped Richard.
1: Everybody deserves a second chance. Everybody deserves a second (laughs) chance. That's the way we are, Frank.
2: (laughs) It's a comedy.
0: The second time I'm lost. Okay. Frankie. <laughs> you know, I'd like to say, by the way, and you'll appreciate
2: this as a music buff, mm-hmm. Dave Grusin, the great Dave Grusin, right. wrote this score, wrote this theme, as well as the name of the game. Uh, the one that Gilbert yeah. was grooving well, to earlier.
1: 68
2: was, was a good year for him. What if I said Charles Nelson Reilly, Rita Shaw. Remember Rita Shaw? Yes. That big, blousy oh, woman. yes, yes. Who always, always played like a drill sergeant yeah, or yeah. like a strict nanny. Hope Lang and Edward Mulhair? Okay,
0: The Ghost and Mrs. Muir. That's it. Which is a, a show I've I never really watched, even Ro- though it had a ghost in it. Well you claim that Edward Mulhair was an anti Semite because he was
2: taking he was uh, em- emulating Rex Harrison. Yes. So why would you watch yes. it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Charles Nelson Riley, he we've played, heard other stories. He played local man Claymore Gregg. <laughs> <laughs> now, now and and as legend has it. And we'll have to find out when, from Sid and Marty, Sid Marty here. That, that, um, 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 what, um, what? Butch Patrick. Butch Patrick, Eddie Munster, was being chased around by I, Charles Nelson Ryan. By Claymore Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
2: think I ever watched The Ghost in Mrs. Muir. I love yeah. the movie. The movie, yeah. The movie, the movie. with yes. Gene Tierney and Rex yeah. Harrison and yeah. Joseph Mankowitz movie is absolutely wonderful. A great ghost movie. I don't think I ever saw the series. I watched yeah. it every day after school. You watched the ghosts in Mrs. Muir. It was on. It was on Channel Five here in New York. And Fifty it was episodes. Like, you
0: know, there's a tragic story to Gene Tierney.
2: Yes, I know the story. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, this is Gene Tierney was, you know, beautiful actress, and uh, she she was pregnant and she was thrilled about having a child. And, and then she came down with rubella, yes. and, and her child was severely mentally brain damaged. And, you know, she was destroyed by that. And the child had to be put in a home because yes. she could no longer care for it. And years later, some woman came up to her and said, oh, my God, I remember I was uh, I was." Quarantined to my room because I had rubella, but when I heard that you were going to be in town, I snuck out of the house and I ran over to you and grabbed you and gave you a hug and kiss.
2: That's a nice story. Yeah, yeah. That was a she. She didn't have a long career. Yeah, Gene Tierney, but See, it was
1: kind of an, an Laura. sort of an enigmatic beauty. And yeah, she, she was really. She was. Yeah,
2: Laura's. And leave it to Gilbert to bring the show to. Yes. Gatua. Yeah. Well, <laughs>
1: To a tragic... I, you should, you, I try to do that. A, a tragic close. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, if you
0: would, you would have said, Gene Tierney. Uh, is that with a G or... Well, he would, he, <laughs> he would have
2: had it as Lawrence Tierney. Yes. Uh, yeah. But when we mix the
0: show, I'm going to take the happy music
2: from the show. From, yeah. To go through, oh, yeah. Put that underneath. So sad. What
0: What a horrible story. Yeah. yeah.
1: Thanks for sharing it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you got before yeah, we one, sign I off? I got
1: one thing since we haven't been strictly on the theme. Yeah. Tonight, if I could just mention 1967 briefly, because I came across something. Oh, quick. I sure. have nothing to say about it. It's just a series called, with Chuck Connors, Cowboy in Africa. Yes, it was in the research. Yeah, it was in yeah, the research. I don't know the show. I don't know anything about it, but just the, just the idea of was Chuck Was that Connors. the
0: name of one of his porn films? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> it could be. Yeah. I know Shaft Chuck, in Africa. Chuck Connors galloping yeah. across Kenya yeah. somehow. Was yeah, something. I don't know. Yeah, don't know anything anyway, about it. That's the show we would have done last year if we'd done 1967. Well, maybe we'll trot
2: out 67, <laughs> but we'll but, come back and do part two on But 68. I was
0: watching an old episode of The Rifleman and Lon Chaney Jr. There you, yeah. there you go. Yeah.
1: all right, real? Yeah.
2: And don't forget, and, and uh, I would direct listeners to the wonderful uh, Chuck Connor story told by Larry Cohen about making him— Come to his hotel room and take his boots off, (laughs) which he he told on this very show. There was one more thing started in 1968 that you forgot to mention. What's that? Me. Hey, happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Verderoso had a birthday. Want to take us out? Okay. And we'll do part two.
0: This has been Gilbert and Frank's amazing colossal obsessions, and we're here... With black toothless <laughs> Raybone. Shoeless. Shoeless Raybone.
2: <laughs> He's shoeless and toothless? Yes! It's a tragic story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> session.